0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, November 9th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we talk about how artificial intelligence art generators are using artists' work without their permission. His
2: name had been used to generate around 90,000 AI images. He just said it felt like something that was happening that was out of his control. But first, here's the latest.
1: The midterm election results are still rolling in, and it wasn't the red wave Republicans expected. Key Senate races in Nevada and Georgia are still too close to call. Nevada is drowning in mail-in ballots, which could take days to count. In Georgia, incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock leads Herschel Walker by just tens of thousands of votes at this point, but neither appear likely to clear the 50% hurdle necessary to avoid a December 6th
0: runoff election. As for the House of Representatives, that's leaning towards Republican control. But insiders Walt Hickey says we are still waiting for the full picture. We're looking about maybe 40, 45 open House of Representative seats that at this point are just too close to call. And at this point, we're also looking at the GOP needing to pick up about 18 of them. Can they pull that off? Absolutely. You know, what we're kind of seeing here is a range of outcomes that the the median of which we would kind of expect to be a fairly narrow uh, Republican victory in the House of Representatives, which would you know give them control of the chamber, but would make it actually rather difficult for them to enact some of their aims.
1: Some notable wins, Democrat John Fetterman beat out Trump-backed Dr. Oz, flipping a crucial Senate seat in Pennsylvania.
0: I never expected that we were going to turn these red counties blue, but we did what we needed to do.
1: And J.D. Vance took Ohio's open Senate seat, beating back Democrat Tim Ryan.
0: We've been given an opportunity to do something, and that's to govern. And to govern to make the lives of the people of Ohio better, that's exactly what I aim to do. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis and Senator Mark Rubio both had decisively good nights, and two Democratic national stars suffered possible career-ending defeats last night. Texas's Beto O'Rourke lost to incumbent Governor Greg Abbott, and Stacey Abrams lost the governor's race in Georgia to incumbent Brian Kemp.
1: And tonight, we must be honest, even though my fight, our fight for the governor's mansion may have come up short, I'm pretty tall.
0: Among the election stories last night, there were some notable firsts. New York, Arkansas, and Massachusetts each elected their first female governors. Kathy Hochul in New York, Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas, and Maura Healey in Massachusetts. Maura Healey is also the first out lesbian to be a governor.
1: To every little girl and every young LGBTQ person out there, I hope... I hope tonight shows you that you can be whatever whoever you want
2: to be.
0: Maryland elected Wes Moore, who will become the first black governor of Maryland. Voters chose Becca Ballant to represent Vermont's lone house seat. She's the first woman and first openly gay person to represent the state in Congress. Maxwell Frost is the first nationally elected member of Gen Z, coming from Florida's 7th congressional district. He is 25. And at the local level, James Rosner is the first trans man elected to a U.S. state legislature. He'll represent a New Hampshire District in the state's house. Abortion rights activists have a lot to celebrate today. All five states that had abortion on the ballot are poised to decide in favor of the right to choose. Voters in Vermont, California, and Michigan enshrined that right in each state's constitution. And in Kentucky, typically a red state, voters offered a double negative— saying no to saying no to abortion in that state's constitution. In Montana, the ballot included a question about an anti-abortion law. Votes are still being counted, but the story seems to be the same there. They voted it down. Planned Parenthood celebrated the news, tweeting, quote, The majority of voters don't want politicians deciding personal medical decisions for them. Nearly 200 election deniers or results skeptics have been elected. The New York Times estimated 370 candidates who cast doubt on 2020's results were standing. So far, over a dozen Republicans with those views have been elected to the House of Representatives. In the Senate, J.D. Vance, who said the election was stolen from Trump, takes Ohio's seat. When it comes to governors, Texas reelected Greg Abbott, but not all voters supported those views. Dr. Oz notably, quote, raised questions about 2020. He didn't score a win. And four key governor races saw skeptics lose as well. In five states, voters had to decide if marijuana should be legalized, and the results were kind of a mixed bag. Maryland and Missouri voted in favor of people 21 and older legally using the drug recreationally. It was a landslide in Maryland, by the way. 65% of voters said yes to the measure. I think you can safely start pronouncing that state Maryland. On the other hand, voters in North Dakota and Arkansas decided not to legalize marijuana, and it's looking like they'll also say no in South Dakota as well. While on the topic of drugs, Colorado might become the first state to vote in favor of decriminalizing psychedelics. The numbers there are too close to call right now, but it's likely the state will make history.
1: Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. Elon Musk's net worth has dropped below $200 billion. Still a ton of money, and he's still the richest guy in the world. But he sold nearly $4 billion in Tesla shares after closing the deal to buy Twitter, according to an SEC filing. Some investors are worried Musk is too preoccupied with Twitter. Tesla's value has dropped by half since Musk announced his plan to buy the social media company in April. And in more bad news for the electric car company, it's recalling over 40,000 vehicles because a firmware update has caused some to lose power steering when driving over bumpy roads and potholes. Meta is cutting its workforce by 13%, letting 11,000 people go. CEO Mark Zuckerberg has been hinting at downsizing for months, and the announcement finally comes after financial results in October spooked investors. The company's value has dropped 70% since it rebranded from Facebook and pivoted hard to a big bet on the metaverse. In a blog post this morning, Zuckerberg said he takes responsibility for mistakes made, but said Meta is, quote, deep." underestimated as a company. Crypto wonderkin Sam Bankman-Fried had a very, very bad day. The CEO of FDX, a crypto company, lost 94% of his fortune overnight. 94%! At 30 years old, Bankman-Fried is one, if not the biggest name in crypto right now. Earlier this year, he was worth $16 billion, and today he's worth $1 billion. I know, he's still filthy rich, but Bloomberg reports this is the fastest and biggest collapse for a billionaire in history. Long story short, he had to sell FTX to his rival Binance to relieve a severe liquidity crunch, and that basically wiped out the worth of all of his holdings. Brittany Griner's legal team says she's being moved to a penal colony in Russia. The WNBA star was sentenced to nine and a half years for bringing cannabis oil into the country earlier this year. Right now, her exact whereabouts are unknown, but her attorneys hope to get confirmation in the next couple of weeks. Russia's penal system is notoriously brutal. It's generally associated with some form of forced labor. The Biden administration says it's working, quote, tirelessly to secure Griner's relief. What's better than winning the $2 billion Powerball jackpot? Beats me. But how's this for a consolation prize? The 75-year-old owner of the gas station that sold the winning ticket gets a million-dollar bonus. The gas station also gets a banner, but the lottery officials didn't have signage for a jackpot so big. So they gave him one that says, Millionaire made here and covered up the M in Millionaire with a hand-drawn B. Now for a look into the ethical concerns around art created by artificial intelligence. You may have heard about these new types of sites like Dolly from OpenAI, which is a company co-founded by Elon Musk. The way it works is you type in something like nude in the style of Picasso, and then the site uses AI to generate a unique image based on that prompt. And it's uncanny how Picasso-y that image looks. Well, now a number of artists have come forward to raise concerns about these platforms. And Insiders B. Nolan is here to tell us what's so problematic for artists about this new tech. B. so where are these sites pulling the inspiration from to
2: make this art? Well, it's complicated in many places. Um, Some are training off stock images, some are training off licensed images. But working artists have come forward with some issues around the fact that these programs are being trained on their work that they're still creating, and they didn't give permission for these software to be trained on.
1: Yeah, explain more about why these artists are concerned about this type of AI-generated art.
2: Well, I think there's a concern about the speed at which these generators can create images in their style. I think they're slightly concerned about how developed they're getting and how good the images are getting. Then none of them are really against the technology in principle, but I think there's an ethical concern that they weren't aware that their art was being used to train them. And I think artists put a lot of time and effort into developing their styles, and then they become known for their styles. And you can't copyright a style of art, you can only copyright a particular image. So it kind of feels like they have no protection for something that has taken a long time to develop and takes a long time to make a piece of art in their style, and now these generators can produce them in a matter of minutes or sometimes even seconds. And even if they're not up to standard, I can see how it would be quite concerning for them to be all over the internet. I spoke to one artist whose name was a more popular prompt on one of these AI art generators than Picasso, Da Vinci and Vincent van Gogh, his name had been used to generate around 90,000 AI images on one of these generators. And people were posting them on Twitter and all over the place. And he just said it felt like something that was happening that was out of his control. He didn't know that his art was being used for these reasons. No, it's
1: fascinating because this is an artist who, unlike, you know, da Vinci or van Gogh, is still alive and is still, one would think, hoping to profit from their own art.
2: Yeah, I think that's such a huge concern for artists because um, although they're not losing out on commercial opportunities yet, it is concerning if instead of paying a fee for a working artist, you can get something that's not as good, but something that's vaguely in their style for basically nothing and use it for commercial purposes. So
1: copyrights apply as it stands now and as I understand it only to human created things, not necessarily AI created things. Based on your reporting, what would it take to change that?
2: Yeah, it's very unclear whether copyright rights will protect this new artwork. The US Copyright Office told us that they wouldn't protect works generated solely by artificial intelligence because it doesn't have a human authorship necessary to support a copyright claim. But it's unclear whether, you know, a person entering these search terms and working with these programs for a long time and editing those search terms and editing it stylistically, whether that would count as enough human authorship to copyright these images.
1: So what are you keeping an eye out for,
2: B, as you continue reporting and looking at this phenomenon? So definitely whether or not these works start being used for commercial purposes and how the conversation around copyright develops. So definitely how those things progress, but also how much better they're getting. One artist was just said that, you know, in the last two or three months, it's got so much better, so much faster than he could have imagined. So I think his concern is if it keeps running at the speed, where will it take us? But yes, so it's not really in the hands of artists and in an artistic community at the moment. It's more so in the hands of, of tech companies. And I think artists are not feeling respected by that. This is fascinating.
1: B. thanks so much for chatting. Thanks. B. Nolan is a business reporter at Insider.
0: Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the latest edition of The Refresh from Insider. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to The Refresh from Insider.